This is Bariatric Life Podcast, where we share stories about weight loss surgery. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please contact your doctor for medical advice. Now on to the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And today, we're going to talk about... Motivation, apps and tracking, and support from your partner. I almost called it spousal support, again. That's that's very different. That's a check sent monthly, and usually because a judge said you had to. Very different. Very, very different. Very different from support from your partner. Right. One is... Because I want to. The other is because the judge told me. (laughs) And because, you know, we're not together anymore. Right. Which, I guess if we weren't together anymore, then... Why would we be doing this podcast together? I know, right? That would be strange. It's not like it's a multi-million dollar empire. Maybe someday. Maybe. I doubt it. (laughs) So, motivation is anything that can keep you on track keep you motivated. I don't think you're supposed to use the word in the definition. I don't know. We could Google the definition. We could Google the definition. Some examples of motivation are setting smaller goals. So you have your ultimate goal of maybe in this case a goal weight, but you can have smaller goals. For example, I have a 10 pound goal. Oh, he's got the definition. I do. So Webster defines motivation as the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. Okay. So every 10 pounds is a goal for me. Ultimately, I prefer a total of 100 pounds. But every 10 pounds, I get a charm on my bracelet. Mm -hmm. Other smaller goals are... Maybe your fluid and protein goals. There's an overall day goal of, we'll say, 60 grams of protein. But I also try to break that down into smaller goals throughout the day. What's some other motivation? Motivation or goals? I mean, you could look at things that, you know, some non-food rewards or signing up for a 5K. Oh, yeah, that would be great motivation. Maybe eventually I'll do that myself. I mean, we used to do them semi-regularly, like... Once a year. Once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Annually. I mean, that's... Semi-regularly. Right. But signing up for a 5K maybe a couple months down the road is great motivation for you to walk more. Also doing a challenge of some sort is great motivation. For example, I did the 222 challenge that I found on Instagram. It was in honor of February 22nd, 2022. Tuesday. Tuesday. 
And that one got me motivated to start walking mm-hmm. and to start getting some movement in. And once I started getting some movement in, I started seeing the scale move a little bit better. So that was a great motivation for me was doing that challenge. I think friendly competition is is a good one too, especially with a, a partner. You know, if you're doing, you know, even just a, a steps challenge or, um, you know, a, a total movement throughout the day challenge. Yeah. You can also have friendly competition with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like my friendly competition right now with myself is to decrease my mile time. And right now I'm looking at like a 20 minute, 21 minute mile outside mile. And I want to get that down lower. How, I, how low? I don't know. I haven't really gone that far, but I do know that I want to get it to be a shorter time. Well, I know. Not so much that I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, I know when we are out there doing our, our mile walk, you know, tw- about 20 minutes is our, our average, but it does feel like at some times that, you know, especially with my stride length, that you're having to double time it almost. Oh, yeah. Another good motivation is maybe an upcoming event, like maybe you have a wedding to go to, or you're going to the beach for vacation, Mm -hmm. or maybe you're going on a vacation that requires a lot of walking and like to Disney World or something. New York. New York. My goodness, we did a lot of walking there. So that's great motivation to get, get moving, get tracking or, you know, watching what you eat or whatever. Before and after photos too. I recently did before and after photos and I saw a really good difference in those pictures. And that was very motivating for me. And the pictures were, it was a two month difference, but it wasn't even like from the start of my journey to then. It was the night before pre-op diet Mm -hmm. to then. And it was about a 28 pound difference. And I could finally like really see the changes that I've made. And I think that's a, in my opinion, that's probably one of the best motivational items Mm -hmm. or, or I guess motivational techniques, whatever you want to call it, because it's when you look at yourself in the mirror every single day, they're slow changes and it's a gradual process and you look in the mirror and you're like i look the same as i did yesterday and the day before and the day before and so on and so forth but then when you put two pictures side by side that are two months apart Mm -hmm. you see a huge difference which is something you don't see every day looking in the mirror and i think that that is a very good confirmation that your journey is working and that you're progressing on your journey. Yeah. Yeah. So this one we're going to have to explain, but it is denying or only allowing certain things as motivation. For example, I will only watch one show, one particular show when I'm on the treadmill. So if I want to see the next episode, I have to get my ass on the treadmill to watch it. And I really wanted to find like some trashy reality TV, but I couldn't. So it's basically a home improvement show. 
Which one? I don't even remember the name of it, but it's on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) I was really trying to find like some good like 30 minute trash Trash TV. TV. And I think I've seen all all of the trash TV. I mean, you can always do Springer reruns. Then I'd be like trying to dodge chairs (laughs) (laughs) on on the treadmill and I'd fall off. And then if it was turned around the way you wanted it, you'd go out the window, land on my Jeep, and be paralyzed. That is an option. Not an option. (laughs) So other motivation is positive social media. And I know that might sound crazy, but I follow a lot of people that are way further along in their weight loss journey than me. And I find their posts to be very motivating. Not so much that I'm comparing myself to them, but it's like, oh, well, she found time to do X, Y, and Z. So can I. Or she's dropped 130 pounds. Maybe I don't need to drop 130 pounds, but, you know, look at all the things she did to lose that weight. I can do that too. If she could do it, so can I. Social media is one of those that's, it can, it's either very, very positive or very, very negative. There's no in between. But, you know, like when you look at, I guess, how we even started or where we got motivated to start this podcast was basically a social media. Yeah. And, and wanting to, or, or being motivated, inspired by, Nima. Mm-hmm. And others. And others. There's several podcasts that collectively inspired this. So other uh, forms of motivation, maybe your hydrate water bottle. Because when that cup yells at me by lighting up, or when it starts lighting up, because I'm at my goal, that is a lot of motivation. I like the colors and the almost... Uh, Disco lighting. Yeah. Maybe having a seizure. Just kidding. I'm not epileptic. But epilepsy, that's seizures, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just started questioning myself. But that bottle, whenever it lights up, it's a big motivator for me. Friends and family can be a good source of motivation, too. They most definitely can. You help motivate me. I try. And one of my friends at work, she had been out for a couple of weeks. And whenever she came back to work, she was like, Amanda, you look amazing. You've changed so much. And again, it's like what you were talking about. If she sees me every day, then it's harder to see the difference. And she hadn't seen me in three weeks and she said that there was a huge difference and so that was very motivating that that my friend saw the changes Mm -hmm. i mean in and motivation could even be just a daily reminder to cross something off a list cross something off a list yeah elaborate so get your walk done i mean i know i know for me if i start out and so I start each work day out with a list of things I want to get done. And the list is usually like three or four things long because every day is a new version of a shit show. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky if I get one or two done. 
But crossing that off that list makes me feel accomplished. I did something I set out today to do. Right. I got you now. And it could also be adding something to a list. Yes. Because I'm the opposite whenever it comes to my little diary type tracking book. Mm -hmm. Adding it to there that, oh, I took a walk today. Oh, I was on my desk elliptical for this amount of time. That's motivation for me to not have that blank space. And then another good thing for motivation is maybe a special outfit. And maybe it goes to that upcoming event, or maybe not. Maybe you just have a swimming suit that you really love and you want to fit into this summer, or maybe there's a really cute dress that you could only find in a certain size and you or that's the size you want to be or whatever. And it just sits there and reminds you to keep going. Or maybe, you know, like like a teddy or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's too. Gonna, that's going to get edited out, isn't it? <laughs> I don't have any motivational teddy. <laughs> well, we can fix that. I guess we could. <laughs> Moving the look, on. The look on your face was awesome. Oh, That's really what I wanted. Good. That was good, my good. motivation for the comment. Was, that was your motivation. Was the look of, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me click pause. <laughs> uh, dear listener, Chris is no longer on this. <laughs> Actually, we don't know where he went. He just disappeared. <laughs> Okay, apps and tracking. I think tracking is very important. It keeps you accountable. It keeps you aware of what is going on. Be it, oh, I felt really sluggish today. Maybe you didn't have all your protein. My urine is very yellow. Oh, well, guess what? You didn't drink enough fluids. I think tracking is imperative on this on this journey we call weight loss. Uh, I agree. I also feel, though, that there is a very fine line between tracking being, you know, and it being a positive motivation to then being a slippery slope and becoming like a negative, as we've, you know, we've kind of talked about in the past when we've dieted that counting calories could sometimes be a slippery slope. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying not to do it. I'm just saying that yet yeah, I agree it's very important in this because you need to make sure you're getting your protein. You need to make sure you're getting your um your your fluids in. But you kind of have to remind yourself that the tracking is for positive reasons, not negative reasons. Right, gotcha. So the I have several apps that I use that help me track. The first one, the first one I use is Berrytastic. And this one tracks all of my food. And then I also use the daily notes section to track my bowel movements. Which is important in, especially at this stage of your journey. Yeah, because they are few and far between. So I like to know that, oh, hmm, 
I haven't made a poo since Tuesday. Maybe I should increase my fiber. Maybe I should have an enema. Gross. <laughs> but sometimes necessary. Yes. I track all my fluid intake with my Hydrate Spark app, which has been very helpful. I also use a Wythings, I think that's how you pronounce it, scale. And so that keeps track of all my weigh-ins. And that one will connect to my Berrytastic app. So it just zips right over there. And then since it's a smart scale, I don't have to enter anything, which is awesome. I also have the Renfo app because I use their little measuring device for um, measurements. Measurements. (laughs) 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 Measuring uh, inches lost, hopefully. So when I did a Google search, the verywellfit.com had an article from December 21st of 21 and some Apps that they listed were LifeSum, Spark People, Lose It, and MyFitnessPal. So I do have one tiny issue with Berrytastic, and that is that it seems a little slow and laggy. A little? Yeah. And that annoys me. So I've tried some of these other apps, but they also just don't have exactly what I want that Berrytastic does. And or to get the features that I do want, it's a paid subscription, whereas Berrytastic is completely free. So that's, I need to write my own app. If you're a software developer and looking for your next million or billion dollar idea, we've got one for you. (laughs) So because I have so many different apps that I use, I also track in a paper format I have like a little journal type thing and I will write down my steps for the day, my workouts for the day, sleep, because that plays a big role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I write down my weight. I keep track of my calories and my protein and my fluids. And I just put everything in one easy to read. Can you hear the dog snoring? Probably. Probably. Apologies. Luna. So it's all in one easy to read space. Plus I decorate it with stickers and Mm -hmm. different color pens and that just makes me happy. Right. And that goes back to motivation. Yep. Whenever I did a, a search on the Apple app store for like trackers, the first three that came up were my fitness pal, lose it. And then calorie counter slash my net diary. Um, again, I've tried to use most of these and they just didn't have everything that I wanted or if they did, it was paid and it annoys me to have to pay for an app. But the ones that are funded through ads and on YouTube. That's true. Berrytastic doesn't have ads though. It really, it really does have like everything that I need, but sometimes it takes forever to log my food. Mm. And that's frustrating. Maybe you should go work for them and like increase their app speed. I don't know how that works. The responsiveness? Something like that. 
So tracking, it's important to do. Find what works best for you. A lot of people swear by my fitness pal. I just, it wasn't the one for me. Yeah. So now on to spousal support, partner support, support. Support systems in general. Yes. So for me, it's spousal support, but not in a monetary sense. <laughs> keep using that term. I know. It makes me a little twitchy. A little twitchy. <laughs> you have been a huge form of support for me throughout all of this. And without that, I think it would have been way more difficult. And as we've mentioned before, he, the way I want to say this sounds bad, but it really isn't, wouldn't let me help him cook because I was on liquids only and I couldn't enjoy the food and smelling it was even difficult. And so it was about a month, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit longer of, I did not cook dinner because my sweetie was being very supportive of me. What are some other ways to be supportive of your loved one going through weight loss surgery or a significant weight loss journey? Being sure to remind them sometimes that it is a journey. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You're not going to have surgery and then immediately drop 150 pounds. It's, It's a process. Being there to celebrate the big and small wins and and making sure that your partner knows that you do support them, you're encouraging them, you know, going for, for our walks that we, we do. Yeah. Um, you know, I lead a fairly sedentary sedentary lifestyle. I sit all day and work, and then I go downstairs and I sit on the couch. But doing that, that's something we can do together. It motivates you. It motivates me. And we're able to support each other as we walk our mile through the neighborhood. I will say the other day when I got home from work, I was only kind of feeling a walk. But you had already changed clothes, you were in your sneakers, and before I could say anything, you were like, are we doing our walk this evening? Yeah, I got the impression you weren't really wanting to go for a walk on Friday. (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, yep, sure, I guess I'm going for a walk. No, initially my thought was I was going to get on the treadmill, Uh but then you wanted to take like an actual walk. And I was like, well, heck yeah, I can do that too. I just wanted to get on the new treadmill because it... It's so fancy. I get that. But yeah, it was better to have a walk with my husband. Yeah. We always talk about nothing. I mean, really, just like right now. (laughs) No. Talk about ideas for the podcast. Those annoying co-workers. Those non-annoying co-workers. Yeah. Or kids. Yeah. Or, oh, that person's garden looks really nice. Maybe we could steal some ideas from them right plus it's fresh air yes and there's that slight incline that always gets my (laughs) get your calves burning yeah so i mean i wasn't really feeling an outside walk but i was glad that we did that 
other ways that you have supported me, like you were saying, the it's a marathon, not a sprint. Like you have to remind me of that all the time. Yeah. Because my throat keeps getting all froggy. Because I do tend to think, well, I'm just going to wake up and be 145 pounds. And then I wake up and I'm not. (laughs) Or last night when I had too many nuggies and you were reminding me that you're still learning how to use that stomach and what you can and cannot do. And it was just one and a half nuggie too much. Yeah. And even when you first got back after your surgery and you were learning the amount and speed at which you could drink certain fluids and you'd turn that one shake up and I was like, oh, you're going a little too <laughs> fast. And you were already feeling it when you took the bottle from your lips and were starting to set it down. Like you were already feeling it. <laughs> already feeling it. Yeah. I mean, it's a big part of it is reminding, reminding your partner to be patient and that everything is, is relearning. Yeah. You know, you've, like we were talking about last night. If you, you've got so much muscle memory, so much just habit of, I'm going to take a big, swig of this drink and then I'm going to set it down and I'm going to go do something. You've got years and years and years of doing that. It's hard to retrain your habits. Yeah. You know, if you just, if we woke up tomorrow and all of a sudden the U S was driving on the left side of the street, it's not that you don't know how to drive, but everything's different now. Yeah. What are some ways that a partner is not supportive, do you think? No, I don't know if I want to go down this rabbit hole. I mean, for me, that's hard to even fathom because I have such a positive support system. But, so, whenever we first talked about it with my parents, I didn't find that very supportive. Yeah. And it was a, a, a little bummer. off-putting. Yeah, it was it was a big bummer for me, and it wasn't so much that they weren't supportive of the surgery; it was just the way in which I was getting the surgery. Mm-hmm. But it still just like put a cloud over all of it. Whereas anybody else that I told, which there were only like maybe four people total that knew before surgery, the rest of them were pretty supportive of it and people have been very supportive since the surgery Mm -hmm. now that I'm getting more comfortable telling people so I can't imagine any ways that a loved one or a partner your spouse is not supportive unless I mean I know definitely know there's people out there like that but I mean a non-supportive thing would be criticism yeah or or let me rephrase that negative or downputting criticism. Yeah. There can be positive criticism like maybe maybe you should start with four nuggies instead of six. Yeah. But there's, you know, a negative criticism or or a, a down talking, a down putting type of, of criticism is 
never productive in anything, but especially on, on a journey like this. Well, and, you know, if somebody is not supportive, then, well, my first thing is maybe you don't want that person in your life, but that's not always possible. But you definitely don't want to, I wouldn't want to talk to that person Mm. about it, for sure, because I just don't want to hear your negativity. Right. There are certain topics that I don't discuss with certain people. Yeah. You know, religion and my mom. Politics and your parents. <laughs> yeah. And that's not to say that they're not supportive people. It's just that experience has taught me, has taught us, that those topics are not going to be productively discussed and they're not going to be beneficial or encouraging. Yeah. Well, and even like, again, going back to my parents who are super supportive of me in every crazy idea that I ever have. At least they're supportive to my face <laughs> for the most part. No, I I think there's they have been and continue to be supportive. But when I had, you know, talked about interviewing them for the podcast and they were like, absolutely not. Nope, not going to happen. Like, again, like, well, why not? I mean, maybe they're not, maybe they're not comfortable, A, being recorded, or, you know, B, they just, maybe it's something about a podcast specifically that is, makes them uncomfortable. I hate the way my voice sounds recorded, which is why I am so very thankful that you're the one that chooses to edit these episodes. (laughs) Because if it was me, it would take forever and I would just butcher it. That's a big part of the reason why my podcast hasn't even aired yet is because I just hate the way my voice sounds. And maybe it's, maybe it's something like that. You know, some people don't like being on TV. (laughs) I would hate to be on TV. Me too. I've been on TV once. It was not fun. Were you on the news? Yeah. For that murder out in San Antonio? No, they never proved that. (laughs) I was acquitted. (laughs) Just kidding. No, I did a thing on weather radios when I lived in Chattanooga and worked at the shack. Oh. And they had to do like 15 or 20 takes because I got so nervous and I was shaking and my voice cracked and to make sure that they couldn't use any of the footage when I would mess up, I would just scream fuck very loud. Oh, so they couldn't use it. Well, I was on the news when I was in third grade. I didn't know that. I didn't know you were on the news. What were you on the news for? We had gone to a homeless shelter to feed the homeless right around Thanksgiving. And I was on the news saying we got to serve sandwiches. That's my claim to fame. We got to serve sandwiches. That's adorable. It was pretty adorable. When you had your friend and her baby were recently on the news in Chicago. Yes. During the St. Patty's Day Parade. Mm -hmm. So anyway, support. (laughs) If you don't have a supportive partner or supportive spouse, um, let us know. 
we are happy to support anyone going through this journey. It's not an easy journey. It's sure as hell not a short one. And, you know, seek out those people that will provide you support, be it social media, where I find a lot of support, or maybe your best friends are more supportive than your spouse or your parents or a therapist, even. But partner support, I feel like, has been very important to my journey. If you hadn't done a lot of the things that you did or didn't do, because, like, some of the things you didn't do was... It would be Sunday, bum day on the couch, and you would be feeling snacky, and you would eat a snack somewhere else, (laughs) not right in front of my face. And, you know, that that was supportive, because I was still on liquids, and I couldn't snack unless I'm having a protein shake. So, even things that you don't do are supportive. Even though I was like, just eat your snack, but... I just... It seemed like a dick move. You can't eat anything, but I'm going to sit here and shovel food in my mouth. All it does is make me sad. Even still. Right. (laughs) And I don't want to make you sad. (laughs) It's a dick move to make your spouse sad. It is. It is. So... That was motivation, apps and tracking, spousal support. I hear you. I will cut the check today. (laughs) He's the best, y'all. Next week, we don't know what we're going to talk about or talk to. Might be one of our fun list of topics. It might be... One of our interviews that we have lined up. And if there's something that you would like us to talk about, reach out on the Instagram and let us know because we're open to whatever topics that need to be discussed. That would be an awesome little sub-series of viewer to our listener topics. Viewer topics. Viewer topics. Well, Again, we don't like to be on TV. No, at all. Listener topics. That is a good idea. Maybe we'll do that. But only if listeners tell us what to talk about. Otherwise, we're just going to come up with our own nonsense. Who knows? Maybe it'll be 30 minutes of silence or listening to the dog snore. That would be a great one. 30 minutes of Luna snoring. I think we would have an epic amount of listeners for that episode. And then we could follow it up the following week with 30 minutes of Dolly crowing. Dolly crowing or another one would be Dobby kicking in his sleep. Yeah. That's very loud. Oh, look at us. We have all these ideas. We just, we just wrote our next three episodes. We sure did. And it requires zero effort on our part. There will be an episode coming up. We're going to be taking a road trip to Florida, not on vacation, but it's a business kind of thing, personal business kind of thing. And 
I'm going to be documenting the trials and tribulations of going on a road trip with a new sleeve. So join us next time, next week. Same place, same time. Same bat time, same bat channel. (laughs) Where we will talk all things weight loss surgery. And motivation. We already talked about motivation. That's literally what we just talked about. Oh, is that what we've been doing? That's what we've been doing. Oh. Okay, then. Love you, mean it. See you next time. Bye. This is just a reminder that neither Amanda nor Chris are doctors, and you should always talk to your doctor before making any changes. This is our journey and our opinions. You can always find us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and help support us by clicking subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We hope to have new episodes every Sunday.